previously on Pantscast. Yes, yes, it's 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 pretty grisly. It's very um um you know mentioned Lord Jim earlier on. You know, it's very Hearts of Darkness, Joseph Conrad uh, type story. You know, where it's yeah. sort of like you know, ooh, oh, that's, and I, I'm I'm in eighth grade, and you assign me to read this. <laughs> I'm gonna have nightmares. Um, <laughs> and then it gets worse when we find the alien in the basement. I'm sorry. Did you say alien in the basement? Alien in the basement. Oh dear. Questions are welcome in the show feedback thread on our Discord server. Go to gleepsgaming.fun and click on the link. We thank you for your support. You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension not only of sight and sound but of mind. A journey into a wondrous land whose boundaries are that of imagination. Next stop. Pantscast. Yes, and this is... um is is and this is august although that's not how he pronounces it um and he gets he gets kind of upset about the way that we pronounce his name but he's he's just like whatever it's um, axed damn it it's axed and, and he is he the and uh, august is a is <clears throat> an he's indigenous but i don't know if he's necessarily native uh if i'm using those words correctly to um the planet um, because uh, there is strong evidence that there were that there were there was another race there prior to um, the Pax because August is a Pax P A X um, and is he the and I mean I was just thinking about it, is he the the last Pax were all the other Pax dead I mean it's it, there's a whole planet out there so there's no telling um, there could be other Pax somewhere but all the areas that we went to all the Pax were gone. Yes, yes. Well, because because a lot of them had um, had sort of upped their game, um, uh, yes. began um, you know they took some performance enhancing procedures, which um, turned them into ferals. The ferals, yes. Um, and the way that we learned that that was a thing, I thought was very very cool. Um, it was very sad, but it was also very, very cool. Um, yeah. uh, so, do, but I don't want to jump ahead too far there. So we we find <clears throat> we find uh, August, who is strung up in Doctor Manbun's lab or one of his labs. Manbundle, um, and they've got a Manbun. <laughs> okay, we have an episode title. <laughs> um, what? Um, I thought that they were because they were using weren't they harvesting his bone marrow for for something too? I don't think so because later on they um, they need to use the cure, and they they find a not fucked up way to do that. But it, it doesn't involve August after that point. So I think I think the doctor just was experimenting on August for the sake of you know learning stuff, and it probably in a pretty Mengele esque fashion. But you know. Yeah, I mean he's he's like he's hanging by his wrists and he's got a um, a trach tube in him and um, he's in he's in pretty bad shape. So um, he's got cuts and bruises all over. Oh, and he's an alien for crying out loud! Yeah. He's he, he is a life form that we have never been exposed to before. So there, but you know I think by that point we're pretty we're pretty receptive to new what the fuck is that. Um, type scenarios. Yeah. Um, it's worth noting that to this point, we've seen plenty of native life, but nothing that could be called sentient. You know, there's plenty of alien animals on Enoch that mm-hmm. you see, but to this point, you've never mm-hmm. seen a, a native sentient before. Um, yes, yes. Um, but there are some... Um, uh, uh, some in- there are interesting things that... 
uh, we we see in the area uh, because the packs the packs dwellings are different than a lot of the other dwellings. Like there's that that one incredibly difficult section of uh, of play uh, where there are all the melted statues, mm. and so there is something. There was something in that uh, Mr. Vanekstron uh, was saying that he patched a bunch of stuff together that seems to him to indicate that these statues were not of Pax design or manufacture, that these statues were actually from um, a previous uh, uh, race or species no longer on the planet, the same group that had um, uh, designed um, or created the obelisks. That doesn't make sense based on the journals and the stories that I read because the we're okay, jumping okay. ahead. We're jumping ahead a lot here, but the <laughs> the whole point of the the whole plot of the story, I guess, is that the the packs become the ferals, and the the packs lived underground for a very long time, and then they mm-hmm. because of the anomaly, right? They had to live underground because of the anomaly. It was just the storm is ravaging the planet, and the way that they right. got out of being underground forever was by inventing mm-hmm. those obelisks and that's how they got to live on the surface and that's how they kept things you know relatively safe they had like oasises you know that they could live in where they had these obelisks and they started making a life on the surface and then mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. really terrible stuff happens that's um, not their fault and they um, they lose control of those things to that point, the anomaly is completely under control. I mean, it, it, it resurfaces periodically, um, but they are able to manage the anomaly with by use of the obelisks, right? Um, which is, is 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 very cool. And then, like you say, um, a, a, you know, a a, a, uh, a bad new world uh, <laughs> uh, episode happens, and um, uh, they they lose that control. Um, uh, so okay, so where and and I, and I apologize, I didn't I didn't mean to push push us ahead uh, too far. So we we rescue um, August. We rescue August, and <clears throat> then um, does anything happen uh, that we need to touch on before we get to um, August uh, controlling the anomaly with uh, the shard? Um, um, and then, and then, I think what's, it's what's hugely essential for the main plot. I think, yeah, because there's there's the whole thing with Lord Seth and Moloch, but that it's almost a self-contained story by that point. Okay, yes, and um, it, and again, I'll encourage you to listen to Venextron because he does a, a whole episode on uh, the on the background of Goss. You know, his his childhood. Uh, what happened to him? How he ended up um, out on the you know, on the insurgent side of the fence? Um, then he was uh, obviously he got hit by the anomaly and uh, developed uh, the powers that he did. Um, so uh, very and, and he's and he's the first bat the first boss we kill the first mini boss we kill. So there you <laughs> go. Uh, uh, there. So yeah. I and so we got to. Can, are we at the point? Can we? be at the point where Bailey flips out um, and because August has has um, has done something with the anomaly that freaks Bailey out so that Bailey wants to kill August they they hustle August away um, and then uh, we have our battle with Bailey um, after which um, she has um, uh, she should have died uh, but uh, Chana, um, Chana the Merciful, um, out of nowhere, decides that she wants to become uh, Bailey's uh, benefactor or, or ward, I suppose. Uh, no, ward is the other. She would be Chana's ward. Anyway, so and, and so, are are we safe to move on from that point, or are we? Because um, um, I, I don't. I, I want to make sure we come at, at the the big reveal from the right direction with the right context already in place. Oh gosh, we did skip all the trench town stuff and the lumber mill. Um, I think we can get that really yeah. quick though. Just yeah, you meet a mysterious woman by the time you get to trench town, 
Uh, no, you mm -hmm. take her from the lumber mill to Trenchtown as a prisoner. And it turns right. out that this is um, Jacob's adopted, adopted daughter. And she is yes. the, the seer for the local sort of warlord. But, it, you know, a warlord that's official, according to the ECA, anyway. Um, yes. And we who have also the, has a man bun. <laughs> yes. Who also, there's a lot of man buns in this game. It's a man so, bun game. It seems like most of the man buns yeah. are white assholes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, that's why I don't wear one. Besides, oh, my hair doesn't grow that long anymore. So, <laughs> yeah. But, yes. Um, yeah, okay, okay. So, good. So, the, um, we, Trenchtown, which is a, a, an important place because you go back there quite a bit. Um, one more thing yeah. there. <clears throat> is, um, yes, yes. So, early on in the game, you meet the, the Lord Seth character. Who um, mm -hmm. he tells you about how you're wasting your powers and you need to help find a way out of the valley, all that good stuff. The really the, the driving force of the game is kind of the advice he gives mm. you there, and um, mm -hmm. I think he he leaves you a journal at some point, kind of letting you know a little bit about how the anomaly affects people's psyche, and as you meet more and more altered people, and realize how how aggressive and how crazy they get. When they're perfectly normal before, or at least, you know, for the most part, as anyone, you know, mm -hmm. as normal as anybody can be in this situation. And then there's a, a side quest you can do with a guy called the Alchemist. The Alchemist is also an altered, and has decided mm -hmm. that he's going to do some unofficial experiments to try to figure out, like, what happens to altered, how does it happen, why do some people get chosen to become super powerful instead of just dying he wants to understand mm -hmm. all this stuff and uh mm -hmm. but he starts doing horrible experiments on altered people and trying to make normal people altered and he ends up creating his own sort of frankenstein's monster and uh, he's just learning that basically for the most part uh the more altered you get the more more you use those powers the more powerful you become the less human you are the less empathetic you are the more aggressive you are you start to, you know, you kind of become a monster. Um, and that gets reiterated by the Wanderer later on. Yes. It's reiterated pretty much throughout the whole game is becoming more powerful by being less human or less, you know, empathetic. That That's Com kind of idealistic yeah, traits yeah, that yeah. We, we identify in, um, you know, good people. People that are capable right, of being right. good, at least. And so the, Alch yeah. the yeah. alchemist makes his own Frankenstein's monster in the form of Moloch, which it turns out is right. Lord Seth's, um, you know, mortal nemesis. And that, you know, mm. Moloch kills the alchemist. And then later, around the time we get the trench down, kills Lord Seth. Mm -hmm. So we have to mm -hmm. fight Moloch. And we actually lose that battle and Moloch's still out there somewhere, terrifyingly. Yeah we, yeah, we get to learn yeah. a lot there about the altered and how how horrible they are or can become at least. Right, because um, Seth is until you show up until we show up, Seth is the ECA's only altered. Yeah, but he's not even really on the ECA side, uh, you know, because uh, Shira, you know, is is you know lamenting that he doesn't help them more. Um, cause she's, she's really focused on, on this war with the insurgency and because it's a, it's a war to the finish. There's no, you know, there's no negotiation. There's no, there's no, they've gone so far past the point of, um, it's, it's somebody, one side is going to survive and they will, they will get all the stuff and the other side will not survive and they will get nothing. They'll be dead. Um, so, which obviously is, um, you know, from the perspective of uh, uh, diversity, genetic diversity for uh, repropagation, I mean, is not, um, is not, it's not a good thing. You're just going to have a bunch of, hey, <laughs> I like Enoch. <laughs> my, my family's here. <laughs> Everybody's um, his family. So, yeah. Um, so okay, good. So we we um, and that plays okay, into so, uh, um, talking about August trying to stop the anomaly with the shard, which is the first time we 
we see her use something like that. We kind of understand that the native people have powers that we don't, or they have powers that the altered have or something similar. At least it seems very similar. Um, but Bailey decides that, you know, she's causing the anomaly and not stopping it and tries to attack yes. her, gets stabbed with right. the control shard and becomes a, mm-hmm. um, you know, she goes from being kind of crotchety to I'm going to kill everybody because I have powers now. And it, I think that right. all ties back into the becoming altered makes you really aggressive very quickly. Right. And I, you know, I just thought of it now after, cause then we, we have to battle her as altered. Right. Um, we win eventually after respawning about a dozen times. That is a brutal and, fight. Uh, Oh my god! Um, and uh, but when and and so at the end of the thing, she's like you know picking up mountains and throwing them around because she's you know got this new power and she's all <laughs> and um, kneel before Zod and but then she ends up dropping uh, the last this enormous stone upon herself, which um, shatters her uh, lower spine, so she become she she'll never walk again and she probably should have died but then chana uh adopted daughter of Jakob, um steps in and says no we have to save her um and chana it's interesting do you remember chana's reason for why we have to save her yes so that, that ties back into the visions which is why i wanted to to cover that a yes. little bit is she there is a a vision of certain members of the party all frolicking in a beautiful field together. It looks very lush and a lot nicer than anything we've seen on Enoch so far. And mm-hmm. um, it turns out that Bailey is in it. So she, she believes that she has to get everyone that's supposed to be in the vision to the end of this, you know, end of the line where the signal is in order for everything to work out okay the way it's supposed to be. Yes, yes. Um, okay, so cool. So we're um, we now have Bailey and August, and but but Bailey after after the um, the accident with the, the the big rock, she's she doesn't appear to be altered anymore. Yeah, it seems to have been temporary and worn off, and she's also she's lost that aggressiveness for the most part as well. She's like she got it's her like sanity big... back as well. Yeah, that big rock sort of squished the the nasty out of her. <laughs> it's kind of like who who knew all the nasty was in her legs, you know? So, um, okay, okay, cool. And uh, so then, where do we go next? I'm having a hard time remembering. Are we headed outside the wall at this point? Or are we still inside? the I think this is when we head out into the desert. That sounds right. Yeah. So yeah. At some yep. point, we so we start seeing those ruins, and there's a, a much more aggressive sort of monster presence as well. I would say in that area. But yeah, we start seeing um, ruins that are they're clearly made by August people riddled all throughout, and there's a mm-hmm. um, a rather large gate that no one's been able to open before. And as far as we know, no mm-hmm. humans have been beyond this point. That giant wall is as, as far as humanity has explored Enoch. And most people mm-hmm. haven't made it even that far. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but when we get on the other side there, there is a fort out there where we have to battle a bunch of insurgents, right? Yeah. Uh, the, the thing before that I think is a big reveal is um, as the wall opens... You're expecting a you know a beautiful lush place for the signal to be here for there to be no anomaly everything's gonna be just okay and um, right, right, none right, of right. none of that is true it's it's a horrible uh, barren desert beyond the wall there's anomaly storms everywhere everything is being devastated by the anomaly all the time and it's infinitely yes. worse out here than it was inside the wall yes. Yes, and um, because where is it that we first are? We first face um, what's his name? Y- Yarik? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
the the uh, the boss the boss that yeah 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 a campfire in the distance. We said that doesn't that doesn't make sense. You know, how could anyone else be out here if we're the first people out here? And uh, yes, there's not people around the campfire. There's big, scary-looking sentient aliens that are much, much larger than um, than August is. They're all very muscle-bound, yes. and huge, and they have altered powers like we do. And huge guns. Yes. 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 Um, and so, because we had gone out and fought them, um, and that's that's coincidentally that's one of the, uh, the the places that campfire is one of the places where if you are trying to grind world tier, that's where they suggest that you do that <laughs> because you're able <laughs> to to blow blow through that one campfire scene in pretty short order. And then uh, just reload the game and go back in again and again and again and again and again and again and again. Um, so, but um, so we we find these guys, and then um, we defeat them. We defeat uh, the the these uh, new monsters. Uh, who are? Did you say they were the feral? Um, yeah, those are the ferals. We, yeah, those are the ferals. Um, and we then uh, hear a scream coming from back at our camp and we go back and uh, everybody all of our other friends so that would have been who would have been Zahidi and Jakob and Chana and uh, Bailey Bailey must have been there Um, and they um, they've been been taken by the feral and but oh August is there August is hiding in in the underneath the truck or something um and so then august so then what does august tell us uh, we asked her like i think we asked her um where and why they took them and it turns out they're going to take them for the eating um which doesn't sound <laughs> great no 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 yaka would be stringy <laughs> <laughs> um so uh okay so then all right great and then so when when we were out there in the desert in that other area the the place where um there's that that sort of like a um wooden uh platform in the middle and you you fight wave after wave after wave after wave i'm guessing those probably weren't insurgents that we were fighting those must have been uh feral by that point Um, yes Okay. Okay, that makes sense now. Okay, I, I was confused there. Okay, great. Okay, so where do we, where do we go now? Let's see. So I think I want to say after the um, the village rescue is where we you know we have to go rescue them from the feral village. Right. Is that right? And then they're in a meat locker. <laughs> yes, they're in a meat locker filled with carcasses that have flies all over them, and you. You can't help but wonder if they have so much meat. Why do they need uh, humans? We must taste good or something. They'd have a particular uh, yeah, hatred for us, perhaps. Um, yeah, you know. They're, yeah. they're dragging Chana to the sacrifice pit. They're about to... This is Sparta her into it. And um, this is the point where Jakob decides to be a dad for the first time in a long time and tries to save his adopted daughter. I, I suppose you could argue that he does... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, yeah, gets stabbed he through the chest it. pretty hard in the process, and uh, that's the end of Jakob. Yeah. It's by Jakob. <laughs> he died oh. drinking and firing a big assault rifle and saving someone. Yes, I think that's the end that Jakob yep. would have wanted. Yes, yes. Jakob, Jakob was done with was was done with this existence. He was ready to move on to whatever's next. Yeah. Um, assuming that assuming that there's a host bar. <laughs> right. Um, and this would explain okay. why right, Shauna so... doesn't see Jakob in her visions of the of the end. Yes. Um, and I wonder if she sort of knew that. She never mentioned that, but I wonder if she sort of knew that, or at least she didn't mention it that I heard. But you can ask her um, about it. There's a dialogue choice where you can ask her if. Jacob is going to be there's Jacob there at the end 
And she's like, oh. She's like shaking her head. Oh. Because he, Jakob was, was uh, Chana's uh, mother's significant other um, for yes. a period of time. But not, yeah. not the actual uh, genetic father, just the mother right, dies right, and he right. adopts her. Right. Um, okay, so then we are moving on to... Uh, we continue fighting f- ferals in the fort. Okay, okay. Yeah, so we on the, the drive up to the fort, we start to see very human tanks. That's the first sign mm. we've seen of, um, you know, of humans pretty much outside the wall right. at all. And that it asks, you know, it poses some very large questions about what's happened out here and, and how all this stuff got here. Because as far as we know, we were the first humans to ever be in that place. And these tanks, though very similar to the ones that we are uh, are using, or to the machinery that we are using, are advanced in, in, in a few ways. Yeah, much more advanced yeah. than what we have. I think particularly in, yeah. we're talking about the batteries and mm-hmm. stuff were much, much nicer. Unlike and they left one round in the chamber for us. Yeah, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> one of them. And that's how we break into the yeah, fort, we... is firing a tank. Right, 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 right. Um, as one does. Yeah. Um, okay, and so then we, we battled. That was, you know, that was the place I was thinking of. Okay, so, and that's full of feral, and so we, 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 uh, we do feral time. Mm-hmm. And then, and then what happens after that? So then we, we do find a antenna, I believe, but not the antenna. And it turns out that the place we've just found that the signal was coming from is not but a relay. And the signal is even further down this path we're walking. Yes. Even longer to go. And it's, um, you get to hear the message a little bit clearer too. And there's a, there's a mayday in there. You can really clearly make out. But a lot mm-hmm. of the rest of it's mm-hmm. garbled. Yes. Yes. And so we're so we, we get we leave the fort. Um, we've got did we lose Joe? Oh dear. No, I'm still here. You're still here, okay. Same away. Good, good. The stuff I already okay, know good. but forgot. Yes. <laughs> um oh, I just heard uh, I heard a bum boom. Okay. Um all right, uh and so then we go from there on to um, what happens when we leave that fort. Because then we're going... Um, After that, uh, we find the... Um, it's a huge canyon that has one of those giant obelisks hanging up in the sky above it. And lots of mm-hmm. uh, stuff that looks a lot like alien catacombs. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But inside the alien catacombs, there is... There's a lot of dead human bodies, like wrapped up in blankets and dried and shriveled. Clearly, they've they've been there for a long time, but they're definitely not packs. They're definitely human bodies. Yes, yes, and um, and that, and I think that that alien-looking sort of structure is um, part of the evidence that of. Venextron uses uh, to say that there was there was another another uh, species that had been there before and had done things had had occupied and done things and then left. Um, so um, that is interesting. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. If um, it... Anyway, so the, yeah. Uh, the next thing is finding we're finding the journals of um, of Monroy, which is the the leader of the human team that was apparently exploring this place. And he's talking mm-hmm. about the the creatures called the ferals, which is the same stuff we've seen before, those, the, the evil aliens. And he's mm-hmm. talking about where he thinks they... I think where he thinks they came from and all that kind of stuff. Um, and that they're... Do we know who Monroy is, though? No, not yet. Okay, okay. All we know is that he found the ferals as well, and he his people were also getting killed off by the ferals. That's all we know at that point. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then we I believe we unlock our way inside the um, 
the giant obelisk. We bring August and Tiago in there to, uh, mm -hmm. I guess, see if we can trigger the thing. I can't remember why. Mm-hmm. Why do mm -hmm. we need to trigger the obelisk? I can I can see the scene because I remember what happens there. Um, hmm. Because where do we go after that? Where do we go after that? Um, well, there's the big scene with them. Right, right, right. I'm just trying to think if I if I can remember where we go next and oh. then work my way backwards. The next thing is the um, Pack City. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we... Um, is it to get us through a gate? Or is it to... That's right. Try yeah. to... Con or to try to control the anomaly so that we can get clarity on where the signal is. Well, I mean, it's where our destination is the signal. Yeah. Is uh, so that that's it was something to do with that. I, I believe she's trying to open a gate or something for us so that we can get through, or or maybe clear up the anomaly so we can get through that. Something along those lines. And um, right, right. He or she, I can't remember if it's a he or she August anymore. <laughs> it's hard to tell with aliens. Or if they even have... Yes. I think they might not have yes. <laughs> strictly defined genders. Um, no, it's, it's not clear if, 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 uh, if so. Yeah. And um, so August goes to stab the obelisk. And they get attacked by the ferals. And Tiago's there to, I guess, for moral support. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, one of the ferals... Well, but... What's that? Because you have you have to fight off the ferals that are trying to come in while they're doing while August is is doing uh, whatever magic needs to happen for us to be able to get through. So we're supposed to be guarding the door coming into that chamber. Um, so we're occupied there, right. and then as soon as we beat beat those waves coming in, then we turn our attention to inside the chamber, and um, uh, that's when we we see. Um, uh, August being overpowered by a couple of really big, or uh, Tiago being uh, overpowered by a, a, a couple of very big uh, ferals. It seems um, that some have gotten and, past us somehow. It, uh, you know, it must it must have been when I when I knelt down to uh, change the the uh, the chaw in my lower lip. <laughs> mm, that would explain it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So, yeah, just, so just a pinch between my cheap and gums. August is trying um, to find some way to save him, but um, they Thiago, seem... Thiago, Thiago, Thiago's going down. Thiago's gonna gonna be gonna be mushed. Yes, and he's a big guy. He's being beaten to death, um, pretty right. pretty quickly. Right, it is it is right almost time for him to die at that point. And um, yeah, so August... and he's begging August to help him. Right, he's begging August, help me, help me. Um, and so, so she stabs herself with the giant fancy crystal thing and mm -hmm. uh seems to turn into a feral and suddenly the um the there's like spaces all over august's body that seem to be like crunched together or there's like there's like gaps and it, it makes sense after you see them transform because those are the places where um where they expand and that's how they become mm -hmm. that giant thing, and that's why it seems like their skull is split in half, is because they become so much larger and, and fill yeah. all of that extra stuff, all those extra folds out completely to become the giant yeah. ferals. And then yes. after August saves him, August tries to kill Tiago themselves, and we end up having to put them down. And we see again that continuing thread of... Uh, the, the power bringing extreme aggression to the point yes. where the, the person yes. just doesn't have control anymore. Well, but it, you know, but it's, it's, you know, August has lost control because August has gone feral. Uh, but also there's something in August's, in his, uh, his or her face or eyes. They realize that we have to kill them and, um, and they accept it. You know, so it's it's not you know it's not a, a thing like you know August is gone. August is still there, but August has made this supreme sacrifice. And this is just my interpretation. This is not anything I I read anywhere. 
but August is is like you know you know I did this for you now please let me go, um, and uh, yeah so that's but and we don't give a fuck we're just you know poof. <laughs> it's hard to tell because... when you look in their eyes like if they're if they're still there or not. It didn't seem like there was much left if there was anything left. It was a shadow of August, you know, and 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 it's probably you know me projecting, wanting you know wanting the, yeah. this tragic character to um to not be gone completely. So, um, okay, excellent, and yeah, gone now. And so then from there, uh, we is is this when we head out the back door and see what we see? Let's see. Joe, get ready! Uh, get ready to have your mind blown. I think there's some. Is there like more desert? Or does it just go straight to the Peck City? Turtles all the way down. It is turtles <laughs> all the way down. That's the great reveal of the game. Is turtles it's turtles all the way down, young man? All the way. <laughs> uh, this is where we see the the great city of the Packs, and we start to find journals of uh, you know who Monroy really is and was and just mm -hmm. how great the the depths of depravity are that they mm -hmm. reached so the mm -hmm. this separate other group of humans we don't know how they got here yet but what we do know is about their sort of initial interactions with the packs and this is where we really i think get into the meat of the the background and setting of this game is that these mm -hmm. these very peaceful, very scrawny-looking aliens come up to these newly landed humans, sort of like the the natives in America coming up to Christopher Columbus, and they 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 give them mm -hmm. gifts, and they're very nice to them, um, and pretty mm -hmm. quickly Monroy is completely distrusting all of these people. He doesn't believe, mm -hmm. you know, that they're as peaceful as they say they are. He doesn't think that the peace will last for long. Um, well, he—I think he, he doesn't understand that they are able to to control the anomaly such that they push it back. He he yeah. can't give up the idea that they call the anomaly and are and are using it as a weapon against the uh, the humans. There's there's steps between here and there. It, it starts off as mm -hmm. kind of a general mistrust of them, and then it. He learns about the fact that they um, they have the ability to control these things, and he wants them to show them how it works. Yeah, you know, he wants to learn mm -hmm. about the powers. Um, mm -hmm. Let's see. And then, I th yeah, it does escalate from there into the point where he doesn't he doesn't trust that they are um, using the obelisks for what they say they are. Mm -hmm. but all, and all the while he's still demanding um, that they show him you know, how the powers work and all that stuff and eventually he has their leaders brought to him and um, once again demands like give me the powers show me how this works Cause he, he believes that the peace isn't going to last and that eventually they're going to have to fight and he thinks humanity won't have enough of a chance if they don't have you know equivalent powers to them and right, right. he executes all their leaders when they won't give him what he wants. And the packs just can't understand what's happened. They can't understand what he's doing and the violence that right. he's brought because they just don't live like that. They have no concept right. to process this this level of brutality. Uh, right, right. The guy just shows himself to be a complete monster. Um, and so do we have a sense of how when, of when this happened? Um, not yet, no. Okay, okay. Not yet, at least. It's coming, Joe. It's coming, Joe, I promise. It's coming. Uh, <laughs> so, let's see. Yeah, and then he's, he's executing leaders who disagree with him. And uh -huh. things just get worse and worse to where he's he's created a very solid position of power for himself. He's killing anyone who doesn't go along with what he wants. And he's treating the packs worse and worse and worse. Mm -hmm. And at long last, it gets to the point where he is uh, enslaving them, having them mm -hmm. work in camps, um, 
uh -huh. as you're going through the city, you, you see more and more of these journals, and you're also seeing their brutality um, firsthand. Although, obviously, this... At least from what you can see, everything seems to have happened quite a while ago. There's just piles and piles of dead Pax bodies, and they're very clearly Pax and not human. Well, and as you said, there's the the, the dead uh, the dead bodies in the temple, uh, the human bodies that you know were had rotted away, mm. you know, obviously a long time ago. So yeah, you're looking you're looking at stuff that didn't happen last weekend. Right. This all seems to have occurred yeah. quite a while ago. And you're going through this right. pretty much abandoned, except for the occasional feral. And even even for the, the number of ferals you see, like compared to the size of the city, the population's really low. Um, uh -huh. it's, I'm not even sure if they're actually like living there properly. But it's, it's a huge, majestic city. It's beautiful, or it would be. And it's prime anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, it, again, it's very, it's very uh, Hearts of Darkness. You know, there's this, you know... Uh, Oasis in the middle of of um, of uh, all this nothing, and it's and the oasis is built upon you know terror and um, of death, you know, and and history of death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you get deeper, you start cool. to see stuff like slave markets, and they mm -hmm. you see notes talking about how they how they used and sold the packs as slaves and as labor. And um, so the now, more you learn, the darker it gets. When do we find out about the packs then turning? Because we know from from August that the packs can turn into the feral. Um, when do we learn about, or we know that that's a thing, but when do we realize that that's where all the feral came from? Is I, that they were? I believe towards your end of the journey through the city you start okay. to find the journals that are about how the um, the packs started leaving the city in droves and the ferals started showing up mm -hmm. and started attacking convoys and things like that and it, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. at some point they Oop. they figure out that it's it's all because of the um, those powers that they had and like this is the final thing that they've they've driven them to as the um, mm -hmm. you know the those evil packs not evil but you know the feral packs start to come back I think that's when um, shit really kicks into high gear and they start oppressing well, even harder all the, the remaining packs yeah yeah it's yeah it, it, it builds upon itself and you can really see how, even in August, how how you know brutal of a transformation of a total transformation of that of the being that it is. It's not only physical; it's also uh, mental and um, uh, spiritual. I, I would argue, yeah, in that you know what they're willing to do, and um, it's it's like a total. It's a return from you know some big-brained creature in a fishbowl in Star Trek all the way back to, um, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey, you know, throwing jawbones at one another. I mean, it's just that total, uh, from cerebral spiritual being all the way to, you know, physical reactive um, violent being. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah. They're still yeah, it's a, they're plenty smart enough to use tools and guns and all that, and you know, special the, the altered powers and all that stuff. But um, oh, oh, yeah, that's yeah, all they're, they're interested. But they're, in. Right, right, right. They they used <laughs> they used to be into pottery and you know, like uh, planting nice gardens, and now they just want to um, set their friends' uh, cars on fire. Yeah, you know, so it's. It's <laughs> there goes the neighborhood. <laughs> Pretty much all that's um, left of their oh, society is, is that. Right, and August, which is sort of interesting. I wonder why. Although we don't know, like you said, that's a big planet. But anyway, anyway, are, are we are we getting close? Are we getting close to the uh, to the to walking out the back door and the big WTF moment? Yeah. 
I don't want to miss anything. I mean, I get so excited for these things, I just immediately go for the, uh, I know what happens. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is the best part. This is the best. When this happens, you, you're, I, gonna under, you're not going to understand, but then you will understand. I'm not sure if we learn this in this part or the next part, but basically you learn that because all those packs left and started turning into effectively monsters and coming back and messing things up, um, when mm-hmm. Roy takes this as his cue that he was right about everything, that he was right about mm-hmm. the packs being evil all along, um, even though it's it's this it's this horrible nightmare that he's put them in that has pushed them to this point. Um, yes, that's really done it. He decides that the the only answer that's left to him is to kill as many as he can, and they just start shooting people in the streets. And then when they decide mm-hmm. that's not enough, they start putting them in concentration camps and burning mm-hmm. them with, like, sh- the ship engines that they had or something. Like, repurposed <laughs> ship engines. And, you know, and like you were saying earlier, the packs don't understand. I mean, they're, you know, they're, their nature is not towards this sort of behavior. Um, and they are really conflicted when the anomaly kicks in because their initial... Uh, response to that is they want to go to the temple to uh, an obelisk and get the anomaly back under control but what Monroy Monroy is saying is uh, you know no they want to um, they want to go aim that thing at me yes that's another you just brought up a good point the other thing we didn't talk about was um, so they we, we mentioned briefly that they had the anomaly under control after they came, you know, from out of the ground to live on the mm-hmm. surface, and they, they managed to get everything to be relatively calm. The reason mm-hmm. that things are so fucked up now is because of Monroy. Monroy, right. not only did he not let them use the obelisks anymore, I think he even destroyed some of them. And um, mm-hmm. things get out of equilibrium, out of balance, to the point that mm-hmm. there's there's no there's no recovering, even even if right. they did have access, there's, there doesn't seem to be a lot of packs around. But it seems like even if they did have access to their obelisks, it would be very hard to get things back under control, and that is yeah. why things are so horrible. It's because of what he's done to the packs, and the packs aren't here to regulate the anomaly anymore, and that's the reason that right. you know we we took readings before we left colonize this planet and there's mm-hmm. some stuff with physics that doesn't quite make this make sense but whatever um you know light light based physics we took some readings before mm-hmm. we left and it the planet looked fine when we get there it's a shithole and we don't yeah. know what happened between those two points until we find out about mm-hmm. the packs and what Monroy did to them and how the, the world mm-hmm. used to be a paradise and isn't anymore Right, right. Because that was how they figured it out to go to Enoch to begin with, right? They had, they had long range, long range probes or something that were able to get close enough to uh, to take readings and, um, you know, welcome to Floston Paradise. Dun 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 dun. And then you get there and it's like, ooh, this isn't what I look like in the brochure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 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 I'm I'm gonna be quiet now until you get to the good part. Oh, gosh. Yeah, so we go through the... The next piece of the game is going through the concentration camp, which is, if you thought there were a lot of bodies in the city, there's a lot of bodies in the concentration camp. Um, mm-hmm. And you're you're fighting the ferals the whole way, and you're like, it almost gets to the point where it's so depressing that you, you feel bad for killing them, because now you know where they came from. You know why they're so angry. Um mm-hmm. And you're you're killing them on, on top of the corpses of their, <laughs> their dead... You know, family and loved ones, or maybe it's ancestors. just preparing you for challenge tears later on. Yeah, <laughs> just get used to feeling bad. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's 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 really depressing. Um, and then finally, um, you find out that the signal is coming from not a safe place outside the oasis, but a well insulated place. Or, sorry, not a what? Anyway. A well-insulated place that's still in the depths of the nightmare that is the anomaly, and it's the Caravel. Mm-hmm. It is the. It looks exactly like the ship that blew up, 
before your ship left Earth. Like, yes. How the yes. hell could that be? be? Yep. What? <laughs> I can tell you how. Time travel. Da, 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 da. No, not really. Not really, but no. But interesting. So this this Joe um, and and I know this. It's hard to remember this, but this is the serious WTF moment because everything that doesn't make sense sort of falls into place when you realize that the other ship that you watched be destroyed or become destroyed. Uh, before uh, before you left for Enoch in your ship, um, somehow has become undestroyed and is arrived at Enoch and apparently arrived long enough ago that all of this destruction and mayhem had time to happen and um, uh, acquire a nice coating of dust over the top as well. So yes. it's um, it's a, yeah it's 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 a mind bender, but as as um as, as in most things, um, uh, you can explain you can explain what happened. Yes. Sorry. Yes. So it turns out that uh, after we left, just one one crazy man unites as many you know people, scientists, soldiers, as many people as he can get. The people that are left after the <laughs> second ship goes to Earth. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it goes to Enoch from Earth. The Flores, which is the one we were on. Right. After the Flores leaves, um, they decide to rebuild the Caravel. And the way they make this happen is they it basically, one dude pretty much takes over everything, as far as I could tell from the journals. Mm-hmm. And um, he, he creates this totalitarian regime where he's this very charismatic leader that's going to save everybody by building yet another arc for humanity. And if you mm-hmm. want on the Ark, you do what he says, and you don't question him. And that's mm-hmm. Monroy. And that's how Monroy got here. Because not only did they rebuild right. the ship, but they made a, a pretty significant scientific discovery that allowed them to make much, much faster engines. So as we're mm-hmm. in the Caravel... No, I'm sorry, as we're in the Flores, you know, going in, mm-hmm. in cryosleep for 83 years... They cruise mm-hmm. right on past us and make it to the mm-hmm. planet before we do because they had, you know, despite taking a while to build the thing, um, they had something that was so much faster they were able to, to catch up and then pass us. Well, so, they, and well, and he, because the, the first time, like, the ships took about, I think it was 30 years to build, but I think Monroy, because of his uh, uh, charisma and his um, his... His uh, leadership ability, I mean, obviously not the kind of leader you, you want to have um, leading you, uh, but he was able to get the, the Caravelle rebuilt much faster than it took to build them the first time. And because uh, I, I, I know, I, I've forgotten the exact dates of how long they, how long before we get there that the Caravelle had actually landed for initially. It's like decades. That? Yeah, it's a really yeah, long time. Yeah, it's a long time. So you know, you think we're we're dealing with eighty three years, um, so it probably took them less than fifty, I'm guessing, to 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 uh, to get there. It's gotta um, be because Monroy had enough time to grow a very very long old man like grayish white beard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and so, and because remember the, those tanks that that tank we found, which we used to open the door at the fort uh, when we first entered the desert, that and we, um, we go, wow, this looks like one of ours, but it's you know it's got components that aren't recognizable. That was a tank that came with Monroy, and so it had advanced technology in this tank that um, much much better energy efficiency, um, you know air you know air conditioning throughout. Um, you know, better, uh, better mileage, all that, all that good stuff. Surround sound. Um, so, okay, excellent. Um, you see, Joe, Joe is speechless. You know, he's in, in his in in the um, uh, exaltation of his recollection coming back. He's um, <laughs> can't say anything. All right, I'm sorry. Okay, sorry. Please continue. Yeah. So yeah, we, we get inside the ship and we find Monroy. He explains all this to us, how he got here first, you know, how much sooner mm-hmm. he did than us. 
and how long mm. he's been waiting for someone to rescue him because he is the mm-hmm. only human that's left from his original party his original mm-hmm. basically society that he brought with him he's the only mm-hmm. one that made it and um you know he so tries we to have justify- a solution for that <laughs> yeah <laughs> he tries to justify all the stuff he did and how he literally ruined everything for everyone and he even after decades of living alone I'm sure barely scraping by inside this dead spaceship. Um, he doesn't regret anything that he did. And he still, he, you know, he still would have done it all again. And we put a bullet, I don't know, I think Shauna puts a bullet right in his face. Is it Shauna that is? I thought, because uh, we're the, we're the normal, you know, yeah, shut up. Boom. Um, Pretty sure. Shauna? Pretty sure it was Chana that shot oh. him right between the eyes. That wasn't Bailey, huh? Um, Bailey, or, or yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, that's that, that's good enough. So, um, so Monroy's gone, um, and so now we uh, we have another clear and present danger approaching fast, which we need to uh, better or beat because. Uh, we have to, this is our last chance for some reason after all these years, this is our last chance to uplink to the Flores. And Zahidi's there, he's got the magic briefcase, um, and uh, we've got the antenna on the caravel that we can use to contact the Flores. And, so and the insulation I can't remember. of the caravel. Yes, and what, yes, to, uh, to, pr- to protect from the, the anomaly. Um, anomaly. Yeah, and so what? Um, what was it? Just more feral that come after us at that point. So the guy that kills the feral that kills Jacob, um, and that we then fight in a boss fight has been chasing us this whole time, and bringing anomaly storms behind us with his weird mm. shamanic powers, um, and then mm. he catches up to okay. us in the caravel. And there's there's more ferals coming, and then we have to fight Yagak um, for the final time to give them enough time right. to call down the Flores' resource pods. And we, obviously we win that fight. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And then it turns out that they don't, they don't quite have enough time to get the pods exactly where they want. They just kind of end up all the fuck over the place. But he does get them down. Right. They just, the, the, the coordinates for each pod is pretty random. And thus... The story expands into what the end game content is very fluidly. Yes, yes. So, and the, those pods contain, you know, uh, food, medicine, uh, technology, uh, like seeds, stuff to so they can begin uh, rebuilding um, <clears throat> society. Um, I'm guessing. So, and we don't know what else is left on the planet. There could be more packs out there. There could be more feral out there. Probably. There must be, um, but we are the only. Well, I guess there's there's still you know the um, all the 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 insurgents that were or not the insurgents the uh, like Doctor Manbun who was had packs or yeah had um, uh, August held captive. His guys are still there though we killed him. Um, so I mean I guess it's not you know it's not you know kill kill the big the biggest baddest monster and then everything is puppies and rainbows um, but uh, it, it's certainly a, a fair sight better. Everything, so that's how it's still very much bad. There's still the yeah. there's still human enemies <laughs> to deal with both from the from the insurgents to the um, to Kang's guys that you were talking about the soldiers who are working under Doctor Manbun or with Doctor Manbun still after us yes Moloch is still out there the the crazy yes. super powerful altered who was made dr frankenstein style um yes there still aren't enough resources to go around but there is the chance to get some of them if we can make our way to these yeah. drop pods yes yes and we have seen we have seen august um control the anomaly through uh one of the obelisks um, who knows if that will rub off on anybody? Uh, wouldn't it be weird if uh, Bailey were to become like sort of the high priestess of uh, of the new of the new order that uh, um, 
controls uh, the anomaly through the obelisks. That'd be pretty cool. Be something. Um, yeah. But anyway, so yeah, the, the end game content is that you go looking for these pods. You have to go... These pods keep dropping, or they have dropped, and they they get coordinates on them, and they send you out to go uh, fetch the stuff that's inside, um, which I don't, I, I don't know why uh, humanity needs a whole bunch of, uh, of low-level blue uh, pistols, but <laughs> I guess they do. Um, but yeah, so I, um, I, I, was, I was so satisfied when that was over, when, that, when I realized, you know, the twist of, of what, um, of what uh, uh, how this was all wrapped up in the end. They did an excellent job of wrapping it up. Uh, it, it's it should be it should be a novel, you know. It's it's good enough. This story, um, you know, uh, put in a, in a novel, you know, like um, uh, James to say Corey, you know, uh, authors of that caliber uh, would do, would make a great um, a great novel. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And uh, um, yeah, and then I, I like I say I went back and when I listened to um, uh, the Nextron and his. Uh, his analysis and his recounting, and he he's good about saying, you know, I'm just guessing at this. He said, "There's there's a, a gap in my information, and so I'm just guessing what this is me what this means." And when he's wrong, he comes like, he goes, "Oh, you know what? I was wrong about that." Um, but uh, so it, that was also very enjoyable too, hearing you know the all the backstory on all these people. You know, Jakob Jakob uh, 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 being born in Warsaw and his parents dying. Uh, in some natural disaster, and then him coming to America on a on a boat by himself, and not on a boat by himself, but by himself on a boat with other people, um, and growing up in um, and becoming an outrider, and then uh, you know falling out of uh, out of agreement with what the outriders were doing, um, so resigning from the outriders and just becoming basically you know a mechanic and an alcoholic, um, so uh, just. You know, very interesting characters and um, um, some bugs in the game. <laughs> um, so, uh, Sorian, uh, what score? How many uh, how many necromancers do you give this game? Hmm. I think all in all, probably like a like an eight out of ten. Hmm. It's so eight necromancers. Yeah, eight, eight necromancers out of ten recommend this game. <laughs> you can you can uh you can die on it no that's not gonna work anyway all right yeah i i i give it i give it um seven muppets just because it's so hard at the end it's like there's nothing more for me really to do in the game unless except leveling up you know other other characters and which you know is is is, is fine because you know assuming they get the bugs worked out it is a good you know, mechanically, it is a good looter shooter. The flow is really good when stuff is working well, and you've got some weapons that are are are, are working for you, and you um, you get in that zone, you know, and you're just you know, popping skulls from all over the map. It's it's a beautiful thing, um, but uh, uh, you know, unless unless something happens, they they rescale the end game, but they shouldn't have to, and that's you know because I suck, I suck, and I own that I suck. And that doesn't mean that every game that comes out should uh, have a um, a suck throttle on it, so that um, uh, so that people like me can play the game too. It's just you know there have to be some games that <clears throat> okay, I've gotten the enjoyment I can get out of this game, and I appreciate it for what I was able to accomplish. And there's no way that I'm going to be able to make make this to all the way to to CT15, you know, on all four characters and have, you know, complete sets of all of the legendary armor. I mean, it's just, it's not going to happen. But that's okay. That's okay because... Starbase. 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 Well, first I want to hear what Joe, what Joe thinks of Outriders based on our retelling. <laughs> yes. That's definitely a 9 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> How many doge do you give it out of ten? <laughs> How many doji dogs? <laughs> They're not as, as valuable as the doji dogs yesterday, but no, yeah. no, no, no. They got they they got crazy yesterday. I tell you what, you can have all the doge I own right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it's none, right? No, it's it's got, you don't own It's like sixty cents worth right now. <laughs> 
Yeah, which is not bad if you bought it for seven, you know. Oh, it's just residual. Uh, yeah, but I mean, if people, you know, it's it's when it's a meme coin, you know, meme coins are only, you know, it's a it's a beanie baby, you know, um, and it's only it's only it only increases in value as long as there's somebody, you know, somebody that wants it from you. So. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, but um, so I heard Starbase. How about that? I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, Starbase, yeah, uh, we, we, we're almost at two hours here, and you know what, guys, tomorrow is my 20th wedding anniversary, so I have got to get home because, um, we are going to be going, we're not coming into the office tomorrow, we're going to go do something, and I don't know what, but, um, I will be told, I'm sure, so. Um, Congrats. Thank you, thank you. Uh, no time for uh, the second episode tonight, but we will get to that. And that's, that's kind of good, too, because I want to have Vendus involved. I want to have all four of us, because this affects all of us, and uh, all of our inputs are valuable in uh, having these conversations. So, Just not equally um, valuable. I'm sorry? I said just not equally valuable. I, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to say poo-poo. <laughs> poo-poo on that. Um, so, all right. Well, um, uh Anything else uh, before we uh, get out of here? I mean, it's it's a great game, you know, and it's and I kind of like that it's a game that you know what I I I, I played it. I, I it was one of those games where I was in the car on my way home, uh, 15 minutes early. I should have stayed and, and finished up something, but I wanted to get home so I could play the game. Um, so it had that that appeal, and I enjoyed playing it. And it was a lot of fun, and um, so I definitely got my my money's worth out of it. So, oh yeah, and maybe maybe go back at some point and uh, and uh, play it some more. But for for right now, it's time to move on and, and do some other things. So, all right. Until next time, when we um, discuss um, uh, podcast things and uh, gaming community things, um, I'm still Gleep. He is still Sorian. Other he who's not here is uh, still Vendus, and other other he is still evil. He's still Joe. He's still evil Joe. And this has been Outrider Spoiler Pants, brought to you by the fine folks over at the Pantscast Family Shows, a wholly owned subsidiary of Gleep's Gaming Network TM, podcasting by the seat of our pants since before Jacob was heard to say, or Jacob, <laughs> let, let us see your spoiler pants. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> We hope you have enjoyed this episode. If you did, please share it with a friend. If you didn't enjoy it, consider sharing it with two people you don't particularly care for. <laughs> oh, Jakob, we hardly even knew ya. Gleepsgaming.fun